Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Evangelist C.C. Wagner, and I am blessed like you. And the reason why I say that is because Psalms 34 verse 8 says, Blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord. So I'm so glad you've joined me today so we can unpack the Word of God and see just how blessed we are. The Word of God is rich and mighty. Let's get busy. Here we are, God, going to you in prayer, thanking you for being our God. Holy, holy, holy is thy name. Lord, we praise and magnify you, and we thank you for being our Abba Father. Dear Master, we ask that you forgive us, and God, we thank you for providing for our needs. Master, here we are, seeking your face studying your word together, asking that you be in the midst and that you give us what it is you want us to get from this word. We love you, Lord. We need you more and more and more. And God, we pray your richest blessings on all under the sound of my voice. In Jesus' matchless name, amen. So here we are in the word of God. We're going to look at 1 Peter, the fourth chapter, along about the fifth verse, um, all the way through. And it's a beautiful verse because in 1 Peter chapter 4, well, actually chapter 5, sorry about that. I think God has given uh, the remedy to um, relieve stress. So the topic I'd like to share with you is the remedy to relieve stress. How many of us have been under a lot of stress, especially with this uh, stay-at-home order and jobs being put on hold and our whole way of life being changed? Yes, we, I think we could all say this has been a stressful time. But praise be to God, he has an answer in the word. And I love how he doesn't want us to be ignorant. He gives us a word so that we can rise above all of the um, news that's coming at us. So let's look. First Peter chapter 5, starting at um, the fifth verse. And I want you to know in this, uh, particular chapter, Peter is talking to the church. He's letting the church know that we have a responsibility. God is going to do what he does. He always takes care of us, but we have a responsibility. And so what Peter does is he starts with the pastors and you know, a pastor's job is to be the overseer. He does watch for our soul and he, he is, uh, lets the pastor know don't be out there for money or to lord over the people. And when the pastor does what he's supposed to do as the leader, God will reward him when he comes. But in the meantime, there's a role for the membership to play. So that's what I want to talk about. And uh, certainly there is a remedy for uh, stress relief. So we're going to look at the... Um, Fifth verse, 
Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. That sounds simple. Submit. Yea, all of ye, be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. Because there's a reason for this. When you're clothed with humility, for God resisted the proud and giveth grace to the humble. How many of us want grace? I know I do. And we know that when uh, the scripture asked us to be clothed with humility, that's not a brand of clothing. That is a uh, fruit of the spirit. So let's continue. Five, six. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Five, seven. Trust. Aha. Trust. And you got to trust God. But uh, in the fifth verse, casting all your care upon him. Hmm. For he cares for you. So if you trust God, you can cast all your care on him and know that he cares for you. Continuing, 5.8, be sober and be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. 5.9, who resists steadfast in the faith. Oh, he, so so the adversary, the devil, is the roaring lion, seek is who he may devour, who resists steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brothers who are in the world. So he thinks he can do to the church what he's doing to the brothers in the world. 510, but the God of all grace who has called us unto his eternal glory, who the God of all faith, all grace, who has called us into his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after ye have suffered a while, uh-oh, look at that, after you have suffered a while, let that sink in. Hmm. Make you perfect, established, strengthened. Uh-huh. What is he going to do for us after we have suffered a while? That's kind of hard to swallow. But after we have suffered a while, he's going to make us perfect, established, strengthened, and he's going to settle us. Thank you, Jesus. 511. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his holy word. So Peter had a mouthful for us. And the remedy for stress comes from the verse that lets us know in the seventh verse, we're going to cast all our cares upon him. Why? Because he cares for us. Now, there are some things that we have to do in order to um, be have the privilege of casting our cares. But certainly, that is the remedy to relieve stress. So as we go back and we examine this word, 
we find out that um, Peter was an apostle who uh, was with the Lord. So he is aware of the power of God. But you know, the scripture says, blessed are those who believe and have not seen. Do you believe? I do. Amen. And I've not seen. So I can receive this word that lets me know, starting in the um, sixth verse, that I have to humble myself under the hand, the mighty hand of God. So humble myself. How do I do that? Well, that is a gift of the Spirit of God. He allows us to be able to humble ourselves. Because um, it says that we have to uh, submit ourselves one to another. So how do I humble myself? Well, I allow the Holy Spirit to work in me so that I will be able to submit one to another. Thank you, Jesus, for your Holy Spirit. Because we couldn't do it on our own. We could do it a little while. But then that's called faking, right? And so you can only fake it so long. So uh, the people say fake it till you make it. Well, you can only fake so long. But the Spirit of God will give you the power to go through and to submit. Amen. Being subject one to another. And that's the clothes of humility that God wants us to wear because it says he resists the proud. Well, we don't want to be full of pride. We know that's what the devil was full of. And that's why he got kicked out. And when uh, we think about it, when we look at those seven things that God hates over in the book of Proverbs, pride is one of them. So certainly humility being a fruit of the spirit is what we want to ask the spirit for humility. And I am reminded over in Second Chronicles, the seventh chapter, when we look at um, the 14th verse, God says, if my people, which are called by my name, that would be us, the church, would do what? Humble themselves. So here that word is coming up again and seek his face. Okay, that means read his word and um, pray, and then turn from our wicked ways. Then he will hear from heaven. He'll forgive us, and he'll heal our land. So there are certainly benefits from being humble and not boastful or prideful. And so we find that casting our cares upon him is the privilege that we get. Once we humble ourselves and submit ourselves to the elders uh, and cooperate and work with people, then we get the privilege of praying, that's casting, all right, praying to God and being heard by God. Because when we pray, thank you, Jesus, he hears us. And so we can cast our cares, whatever they may be. We can cast our cares uh, for our family, for our friends, for our church, for our country, for our present situations, the virus, or for future situations. Because one thing we know, God was there in the beginning, Alpha, 
and he'll be there at the end, Omega. And nothing is too hard for God. So the privilege of praying and asking God to take our burdens and, you know, take care of our problems is one that we should relish. Because when we accept Christ as our Savior, we get these benefits. Hallelujah. It's a benefit package that cannot be beat. And so he cares for us. Well, we know that to be true because we just celebrated um, Resurrection Sunday because Jesus paid it all on Calvary. Thank you, Lord. What a mighty God we serve because we understand without the remission of blood, there could be no forgiveness for sin. So God sent his son so that he could give his life on Calvary for us. And the blessing is he did not stay dead. Thank you, Jesus. He rose again. So now he's an advocate with the Father praying for us daily. Hallelujah. And so the benefits are astronomical. So now we have more that Peter is letting us know that we need to do. He says we need to be sober and we need to be vigilant. Well, somebody's going to say, I don't drink. Well, sober means clear-minded. So it may for some people be um, intoxication, but for others, it might be um, confusion. A lot of times people get wrapped up in the media and they get it all wrong. And so God wants us to be clear-minded. He wants us to know God is in control and that uh, there's nothing too hard for God. And none of this surprises him. As a matter of fact, in Jeremiah, he says, I know the plan I have for you. He has a plan to, to help us and not to harm us. So certainly, when we read this word, it will give us a clear uh, perspective on uh, where we are. We're in a holding pattern, waiting on the goodness of God to come in and take care of this. In the meantime, we're in a praise mode because we know our God is an awesome God. And certainly, we're in a mode of humility because we know that God is in control and we submit to his will and to his way. And to be vigilant is to be uh, watchful, to be aware. Because why? Your adversary, the devil, uh-huh, the enemy, the devil, he's our enemy, uh-huh, he walks around as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. So he's always trying to trip someone up or deceive someone into thinking that, you know, the end is nigh. Um, it reminds me of the story of the uh, the chicken that ran around. The sky's falling. The sky's falling. It hit me on the head. Don't believe the hype. God is in control. And so as we continue in the ninth verse, you, we know that we have to resist and be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. That's where we have to be because we know that the devil is always going to be trying to do what? Afflict us, 
because they are accomplished in the brethren in the world. So if he did it to them, he's going to try to do it to us because he thinks that he can take us out. But James lets us know what? If we resist the devil, he's got to go. Hallelujah. He's got to flee. So we have the power to resist. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And the devil has to go. Hallelujah. Bless your holy name. And the 10th verse says the God of all grace. Oh, wow. Grace. What is grace? Well, some people say grace is goodness. Some people say grace is favor. Some people say it's God. I just want you to know that grace is the unmerited favor of God. So it's all of that wrapped up into one. It's our God giving us favor, cover, okay? Um, and we don't deserve it. But because we believe and we accept the finished work of Jesus, we get the benefits. Hallelujah. And not only do we get salvation, eternal life, not only do we get that, but what do we get? Hallelujah. Since the God of all grace who has called us. Thank you, Jesus, for calling me. Thank you, Jesus, who has called us. Yes, who has called me. Make it personal. And to who has called us into his eternal glory. After we have suffered a while. Uh-oh. Let's put the brakes on. Who likes to suffer? Nobody's going to raise their hand on that one. We don't like to suffer. But what we do know is that the word tells us that our trials come to make us strong. So God will allow us to be strengthened by going through, uh, by going through some things. So we don't want to go through, but God will allow us to go through to make us strong. So the God of all grace who has called us into his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after we've suffered for a while, what's he going to do for us? He's going to make us perfect. He's going to strengthen us and he's going to settle us. Well, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. And he's going to make us perfect. Holy. He's going to sanctify us. He's called us out. Thank you, Jesus, of the world. And so we are separated. Hallelujah. By faith. Thank you, Jesus. And he's going to establish us on the rock. So, uh, which is Christ Jesus, which means that we're not going to be all willy nilly going back and forth. We're not going to be out of the church, not talking about the building, out of the church, uh, uh, talking about the relationship, the fellowship, uh, the body, we're not. We're going to draw near to God because in the 91st division of Psalms, it says we draw near to God, he'll draw near to us and he'll protect us. Thank you, Jesus. So I love this word because the remedy for stress is for us to Cast our cares on the Lord and let him take care of them. Why? Because we know to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. He is able. He is mighty forever and ever. Amen. Thank you, God.
for the solution to stress, the remedy for stress. It's prayer, which is casting our cares on you. And God, I'm so glad that we have uh, you to cast our cares on because we can't cast them on anybody because it's too much for everybody. We all need the Lord. But the promise here is that the church, those who uh, are called by his name, he says, I love it. He says, if my people that are called by my name, I love that because that means us. If we will humble ourselves and seek his face, what's he going to do? Hallelujah. He is going to forgive our sins and heal our land. Um, I do want to let you know in Psalms um, that we also get the uh, word that says in um, that we are to cast our cares on the Lord. So it's not just in one little place, uh, which is beautiful. It's all over the word. We get confirmation so we can see that it's God's desire for us um, to cast our cares. So we look at Psalms and we looked at 55 and we look go to 22. It says, cast thy burden upon the Lord and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. That mm -hmm, supports what Peter just said. See how God's word works together? Cast thy cares upon the Lord. Thy burdens, thy problems, whatever it is. Now that we know, we can just let go and let God. And of course, Proverbs 3 and 5 says that we are to trust in the Lord with all of our might and lean not to our own understanding. In all our ways, acknowledge him and he will direct our path. So this word is so rich, y'all, because it gives us confirmation and affirmation over and over again. Our job is to believe it and to receive it. So let's go to God in prayer. And if you have not accepted Christ, but you feel like this is a good time, you're absolutely right. In times like these, we all need a savior. We all need a remedy. And so if you believe that Jesus paid it all on Calvary, as I said earlier, then you'll have the privilege to be able to cast your cares at his feet and know that you'll get an answer. So repeat after me. Dear God, here I am. Father, I believe that you died on Calvary for me. Father, forgive me of my sins. God, make me humble. Allow me to submit and God have your way in my life. In Jesus' matchless name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, now you get access to the remedy.
Good morning. Thank Good morning. you for joining me here on my podcast, Blessed Like You. Um, today, I am uh, welcoming a, a young police officer who is a former student of mine, I am uh, glad to say, who has successfully reached his uh, goal. And so, I'd like to introduce you to him by just letting you know he's a former student of mine and um, I'm so glad that he has taken a little time out to share with us how good God has been to him. So, officer, can you tell us um, what it took for you to become um, a police officer? Uh, yes. Well, uh, really all I had to do was go down to uh, headquarters and pick up an application and like turn in an application and then like uh, physical, well you had to go through like get a physical, dual civil service test at uh, City Hall and uh, just turn it in and then they'll like push you in the right direction for a background check and uh, to get your fingerprints done and all that. So really if you uh, like if you have a good background they'll like uh, speed up the process but if you have questionable stuff like of course they'll take a minute for you so they can uh, start understanding uh, your background history but my process was pretty quick even though I it took me a whole like a long time to decide if I really wanted to go that route because okay. I uh, I was trying to go into the park service and I was applying for jobs there never got a call back so it's like it took like after the civil service test it took me about probably four months to turn in my resort my results from that test like I aced the test but I just didn't know if this was the area that I wanted to go in or if God wanted me to go in that area I like and, that yeah clearly God wanted me to go in that area because I wasn't getting getting any responses from uh, the park service so okay. I did it Awesome. Well, let me ask you this. Can anybody with a good record just walk in, in, in and say, um, fill out the application because they want to be a police? Or are there some re prior requirements such as college needed? Uh, yes, there's like, you have to get, I believe, 42 hours. Like I have a bachelor's degree from uh, SFA, so I didn't have any issues, but you have to have at least 42 hours or have like military hours, uh, college hours to, uh, to be qualified to join DPD. Well, what are, uh, if you went to Stephen F. Austin, what is your degree in? Is it in political science or what? what is your degree in? L law? Oh no, my degree, my degree is in uh, geography and I have a minor in GIS, which is uh, computer mapping. So my degree is like way off from what you would uh, expect, expect a police officer to have. Oh, I see. So uh, basically, if you have college hours, then they can use that to uh, help develop you. That's wonderful. I think that um, oftentimes 
when we don't know the plan that God has for us, we um, kind of do what we think we need to do. But God always takes that that we do and uses it for his good. So I'm excited about the fact that you found your way to your calling to be a uh, police officer. And uh, having said that, knowing that uh, you had college background, you had a good clean record, which meant you must have stayed out of trouble. Um, And that's the kind of student you were when, uh, when I knew you. I want to give kudos to your mom because you were raised by a Christian mom. Isn't that right? Yes, ma'am. I think that makes the difference when we are raised um, in the church, then certainly we can hear the voice of God. So you said it must have been God wanting you to do this, uh, answer this calling, because your desire was for something quite different, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, how long did it take you to go through the training once you got accepted into the program? Hey, well, for Dallas Police, uh, the academy is like nine months. And uh, shoot, it felt like a long time while I was in it. But like graduating from it, like as of three weeks ago, four weeks ago, it, it doesn't seem like it was that long. Met a whole lot of people from all different uh, parts of the country, walks of life, who decided they wanted to take this path as well. Okay. The training, like my training is still ongoing until I get to like little T. Like there's like several phases. Like I'm in a halfway done with my first phase. Okay. That's like a, that's like my primary trainer. And then I'll have second phase and there'll be a, there'll be another trainer who's going to be observing me and grading me and stuff see if i'm actually good enough to like if i'm good enough to become a police officer and then there'll be a third phase and then there'll be a little t to where i'm actually not graded but i'm gonna be with someone uh with a partner who's gonna like have my back i'm gonna have their back make sure i'm doing things correctly and then Mm -hmm. i'll be off the probation period but it's a long process sounds like it well one thing we do know that uh, while you are uh, working with other officers we know that god's got your back amen amen so how has this whole experience um kind of refocused you uh mentally on what god has called uh you to do because we all have a purpose in life sometimes we don't find it until later on and sometimes we don't find it at all but thank god you found your purpose and so how has this changed your focus this has uh changed my focus but really it has made me uh get closer to god Mm -hmm. and giving me like a different understanding because this is just the stepping stone i believe it could be something well just from my knowledge it could just be a stepping stone or it could be just the primary uh, goal that God wants for me in my life. And if that is so, I'm good with it. But mm-hmm. I know these things can be stepping stones to where he wants me to be. It's just something I needed to learn in this whole situation and going through the police academy so I could see things from a different perspective. Right. Yeah. Right. 
Well, um, and if you don't mind me asking, how old are you now? I'm 25. Wow. Um, I think it's a wonderful testimony to the fact that um, God is working through young people and not, you know, primarily old people and that um, God has work for all of us to do. And I'm excited that it you know, uh, such a young age, you have answered the calling that God had for your life. And so how has God blessed you to get through the difficult times of your uh, young life? Well, God has blessed me with a whole lot of wisdom from, uh, I'm going to say, older folk. Mm-hmm. And uh, wisdom, well, the, uh, like the abilities to gain understanding from people who have gone through things, even though I didn't have to go through it myself, all I had to do is see them go through it. Right. So he has like allowed me to have that understanding to where I can just see people go through it and not want to go through it and learn from their mistakes and not make those mistakes. And if I do make those mistakes, I can go to people and ask them for, for help and I can humble myself and know that just because I made the mistake doesn't mean I have to stay in that mistake and dwell on it. I can move on and do better. Wow, that's such a beautiful thing. Um, you said humble yourself. And uh, in the current times that we're living in, uh, the Bible tells us that if uh, we humble ourselves because we are children of God and we seek God's face, and turn from our wicked ways and pray. He's gonna hear from heaven. He's gonna forgive us and heal our land. So I'm excited that you are able to realize that we have to humble ourselves. And that's a beautiful thing. So in closing, are there any words of encouragement that you'd like to share with the, um, I'm gonna target African-American males out there who are uh, struggling with finding out what it is God wants for them uh, in their life and feeling like, you know, I really just, you know, don't know what I'm going to do. Are there any encouraging words that you can um, give them? And, and I guess it could go for uh, men and women because we all need the Lord. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll, I would say like walk, like just keep faith in God walk in yeah. your light god has gave uh gave you things that you need to accomplish while you're here on earth and he's also giving you the roles that you need to play as far as uh working down here too so mm -hmm. you need to walk in that uh area that he's uh destined you to walk in and that way when things go wrong like you 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 have something to fall back on you have the bible the scriptures yeah. and stuff that tell you this is where you need to uh, this is how you need to do things you should be in this role and not this role not controlling this area of things y'all need to be working together you need to keep the faith walk in the light and just don't give up you need to be walking in the light at all times deny yourself to christ do not let the flesh control your uh your uh life because if you allow that you're destined to go somewhere else where god is not wow that is powerful young man um i tell you what i'm sure this peacemaker um 
is is definitely a, a, a calling from God on your life and and uh, I hear some other things as well but I thank God that you have the time uh, to share with us on today because I want to be a, of encouragement to people when they listen to my podcast to let everyone know that we are all blessed because God he reigns on the just as well as the unjust so even if a person is not a believer they have an opportunity to uh, be blessed and if they want to uh, be even uh, blessed even more then they have to humble themselves and repent and ask Jesus Christ to come into their lives and be their God so I thank you that you said faith which is the key all right and the word of God which is the power source hallelujah will certainly help anyone be able to find their way in Christ so we thank God for um, your uh, sharing with us at this time and what we'd like to do is encourage those who listen to my podcast to if you like this podcast please share it with others if you know someone who is needing a lift certainly the word of God is a lift and encouraging words from someone who's gone through is an addition to what God wants for each of us. My Bless Like You podcast can be found on Anchor, Spotify, Google, um, Pocket, Breaker, and other platforms. Thank you so much for listening. God bless.